Rebecca leads the way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MechaCast, a podcast dedicated to the competitive world of Overwatch. I am your host for episode 46, Eric Sape, and joining me, as always, is Ashton Herman. How's it going, Ashton? Man, things are good. How about for you, Eric? Uh, good. What did? How was your week last week? Was there anything special? I mean, other than BlizzCon? I was we'll going to say, other it, than BlizzCon? Like... Uh, well, I mean, there was Halloween, right? Uh, so oh, Halloween, yeah, Halloween was I mean, a big yeah, deal. Halloween was good. Still, still eating some candy did, from that. Kids had a lot of fun. Did your kids? I know, me too. What were your kids dressed up as? Uh, so my, my oldest daughter went as Spider-Man. And cool. um, her the twins were um, Batgirl and Wonder Woman. Ooh, so very, very superhero Superhero, yeah. If... Um, Man, if, if I had had the time and the money to invest in a costume myself, I would have also gone as a superhero, but I was just, you know, bad. It was pretty lame. Um, Did your wife go as anything? No, same thing. No, we, same it's, thing. Yeah, it's hard to make, make the time for it, you know? So uh, what about you? What, what were your kids for Halloween? So my oldest was a robot, mm-hmm. and uh, my youngest was a pumpkin. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, always a solid choice for, for the season. For the young ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And um, the oldest. So it was just a, it was like an Amazon box that we had painted and decorated. And um, it was too big for her arms. And so she could take candy in one hand, <laughs> but she couldn't reach all the way over to drop the candy into the bucket. So we had to help her uh, that's uh, with that yeah. a bit. But it, she was happy with it. And uh, they did really well. They walked uh walked the whole time uh, yeah, for like an hour and a half yeah. around the neighborhood and had tons of candy and we played uh we had normal thursday night overwatch yeah we actually had a, a member a, a listener join us pony Danza, pony dance which he Good has a terrific Danza. gamer tag uh or handle um it was it was a real pleasure playing with you pony i don't i don't know if you're listening yeah. to the cast shout now, out thanks man shout out to pony yeah uh, uh, yeah, it was fun. We had fun. Uh, we had so many of us that we weren't able to do anything other than custom matches. And then, um, if if you remember, we all got ripped off of experience for some reason, and I don't know why that what? was. What are we talking about? So I only leveled up once the entire time we were playing. So oh, it was I like, leveled up. No, I think you're right. I think I only did once. The games the game stopped awarding us XP for some reason, and uh, I don't I don't right. know what what happened. If like I know that they have controls in place to try to keep people from like gaming the system and, and uh, right. leveling up, you know, illegitimately. Too but yeah. I wasn't I wasn't playing with unstandard rules outside of just you know tweaking like player counts and um and yeah exactly for, for the maps to to auto cycle or whatever. Mm, so I don't I don't know what happened, but that was kind of lame. But uh, at least it was fun. It was fun playing. Um, we played some five v five competitive. At one point, we tried uh, competitive mystery heroes which was not a big yeah big hit with, with nope. but i thought it was fun <laughs> yeah it was fun it's fun to try those things out i i wish i wish the game had more free-for-all options you know like how um halo had like oddball which was always a good good like uh it, you could also do like free-for-all capture the flag which was kind of cool uh or not capture the flag but you could at least do like three or four teams that were doing uh, capture the flag with one another you'd have yep. three or four maps on the on the map 
or sorry, oh, flags yeah, yeah, on the yeah. map. Um, I wish I, I know Overwatch isn't built for that, but I wish purely for the sake of those custom game nights when we have so many people that uh, there were a little variations, you know, that we could we could throw in because it's like okay, well we've got an uneven number, let's play deathmatch. Oh, we're back to you know ten players, let's play comp or uh, you know just quick, standard quick quick play style. It was still fun. Uh, yeah, I look forward to this week. All right, let's get into uh, this because there's a ton to talk about yeah uh let's start with the news there's not a lot of news this week we actually tried we purposely did not put a lot of news gotta talk um, about that blizzcon because we gotta talk about blizzcon so most of this is gonna be talking about blizzcon yeah but uh let's start with a little bit of news uh first the overwatch world is in serious danger serious danger this is uh this is not to be taken lightly no uh this was posted by user late as usual underscore <laughs> on on reddit that's a good name <laughs> and uh how about you explain to everybody ashton what all right what so late as usual has figured out so and why usual, the overwatch world is in trouble uh self-proclaimed bastion main um got got on uh overwatch right. you know just playing uh sort of you know just doing his thing and he, he got to uh, horizon lunar colony and then uh he did he did some quick uh quick uh math uh i don't know actually how quick it was it sounds like it was pretty pretty intense just based on looking at like the angle of the earth and like how close the earth was to uh, the lunar colony um and sort of like you know just doing geometry stuff that like just breaks my head because i haven't done that since the ninth grade um he realized that in the overwatch world the moon is only 2,000 kilometers away from earth as opposed to the uh kilometers away that it should be the moon is about 30,000 miles away from from earth uh, which, by the way, is big enough to fit all the planets in the solar system uh, back to back, with room to spare. Ooh. Just thought I'd throw wow. that. Wow, yeah, that is um, an interesting the, tidbit. But the, all right, the yeah. moon is very far away. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what that means is the the moon is way too freaking close to the Overwatch world, and he basically says, you know, like we can't even uh, like estimate what the tidal force is going to be like when with the the moon like that we know that the the moon is still orbiting the planet rather than be, being tidally locked which means that as it's spinning around the earth assuming it's moving at 24 hour days uh, or cycles like uh, like it currently is it, it should just be tearing apart the planet basically and um uh, so yeah in his words overwatch has bigger problems on their hands than a second Omnic Uprising or Talon. <laughs> uh, nice. And then he also says, um, because, you know, this this picked up some serious steam, uh, close to 14,000 upvotes on, on the Over, Overwatch subreddit. Uh, so he knows that Blizzard is watching. He said, buff Bastion, please. I only ever got four play of the games in a row at best. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see if they do anything about it. Um, I mean, his math seems good. Uh but it does look really cool when you look outside of Horizon Lunar Colony cool, and yeah. see that big Earth. And if they put it farther away, I mean, it still looks good, but it's not as stunning. Yeah. I guess. So the next bit of news, Reinforce. Our man, Reinforce, yeah. Is is not coming back to the Overwatch League next yeah, what's year. what's the deal? Um, they just didn't renew his contract. Uh, so he was on the desk. For those who don't know, reinforce. He was one of the commentators that was on the desk. Yeah, an analyst. So yeah. yep, an analyst exactly. And he was like top five hundred. Like used to be a professional player. Yeah, he himself is actually terrific. Terrific overall. He, he was one of the he carriers. He is the best. Or the the carry players for uh for their whatever they called it during All Star Weekend. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the casters played against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, he carried hard because he is a top 500 player and is extremely good. 
I thought he was good. Um, I can kind of see, you know, if they needed to make room for new talent, um, like we saw at the Overwatch World Cup, we yeah, did see some cool new talent. faces. Yeah. Uh, and so it kind of makes sense that if you need to bring in more people that you have to let some people go. And as much as I like Reinforce, I do think he was probably... The weaker of the kind of the weaker yeah, of the of the on screen talent, yeah. yeah. But I think I mean it's it's just sad because it does you know he brought that knowledge and that experience of being a pro player. That's what I to the desk, which yeah. the other people didn't you know didn't really have. They can be and very so, good analysts and very right, but they they don't necessarily have the the actual hands on experience that he does. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn by it. Like I get. I get it, but at the same time, like I really liked Reinforce. I mean, I still like Reinforce. So he'll be streaming, uh, and he'll still be around. But yeah, that's, that's too it. bad. We'll we'll see him. Uh, you know, I hope he gets. I I'm sure he will fall into something new and just as exciting. So <laughs> I I don't I I'm I don't know that I'm too worried about him and the state of his career. But yeah, I'll, I'll miss having him around. Uh, just as a sidebar, um, I really did like the just the different the different personalities and um and you know, casters and hosts and things that they had at the Overwatch World Cup. I thought it was cool that um, they, they had people who, you know, like when they were interviewing some of the Chinese players, they had they had someone who was bilingual who spoke perfect, yes. perfect English, but then also switched over to that. Chinese to talk to, to the players. Anyway, I just thought that was really cool, and it, it was good seeing some new faces out there. Yep, very, very cool stuff. All right, uh, next up on uh, the news is the Uprising has signed Fusions. Um, now we haven't really seen fusions up until basically this weekend. Yeah, I mean, like uh, is when we really saw him. Yeah, right. But he made a huge splash at the Overwatch World Cup uh, in the U.S. versus U.K. game. Yeah, British player. He's he was amazing. Yeah, he was. Um, he was really main, really main good. Main tank player. Uh, so yeah, I mean, definitely definitely something that Boston will will be able to benefit from. I think. Yep, I'm excited to uh, see what he's gonna do. Yeah, man, he was playing. Yeah, um, so he's he played a lot tank. of uh, Winston, right? During the uh, the World uh, Cup. Yeah, but the big one that everybody was talking about was his uh, Reinhardt. Shatter oh right, yeah, that's right. I remember that, that shattered, shattered like that the whole team. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's the one that everybody kind of remembers. But yes, it was. I mean, he he was good all around. Yeah. So it does say he's on a two way contract with um, Toronto Esports. I don't know what that means, but... Uh, oh, they are an Academy of Boston Uprising? Oh, okay, then perfect. All right, so he's going to play for both. Oh, yep, Academy just, of Boston Uprising. All right. There you go. There we go. Weird that they don't have it in their city. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> that's, that's true. But... Do you know what I mean? Like, the Florida team is in... Like, Florida has... Miami. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah they have, like, yeah, their own... Anyway, okay. Yeah, weird. Anyway, all right, so that's it. Uh, and speaking of Florida, that's a fairly good segue uh manatin is back manatin who uh used to play on the florida mayhem the second worst team in the league <laughs> the second worst team in the league but now plays on the mayhem academy so he's he's been i i was gonna say he's demoted i actually don't want to i don't want to be you know like uh vitriolic about it um he it's great that he's still playing i think and hopefully he can he can use the opportunity on in the academy team to work his way back up uh, manatin is i like i i thought this about all the the uh, mayhem players i thought they were good it was just like they couldn't get their act together right <laughs> and so right. 
Um, yeah, I'm glad he's, he's still until around. toward the end of the season. They seem to do kind fairly of, well, yeah. kind of at the, I mean, not well, but like they sort of figured they, it they out won a bit some games. at the end. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like that, that's true. Hey, that was better than them losing all the other ones. Oh, just, uh, except just against like Shanghai. Shanghai. Womp, womp. Mm. Still love Kikori. Uh, so yeah, it'll be good to see Madison. Um, I wonder if we'll ever see him back in the Overwatch League. Uh, but yeah, good for him. Still playing. Yeah. 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 Still playing. Yeah, All right, uh, that's it for the news. We got to wrap that up because there's too much to talk about Put later. A bow on it. Uh, let's talk about patch notes and balance changes. Woo-hoo. We just got a new patch to the PTR. I couldn't actually find any notes, by the way, for the new patch. I did, but it was they it, were. It it's was just, just Ash, Ash, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So um, the new hero uh, that was announced at BlizzCon is ash i don't know her last name you watched the oh, i didn't I did, watch, her, I did watch origin her origin video, video but i i forget her um elizabeth caldonia calamity ash uh oh, so calamity of course being you know reference to calamity jane because she's like a western style she is and her and mccree have a past and uh so there's a lot of lore behind her yeah but uh she is a new hero her um her kit is uh we were talking about this on discord today she is a s- kind of a sniper she's got range like a high she's precision a good yeah mid-range um yeah yeah sharpshooter kind of uh character yeah there you go sharpshooter is a very good uh term i wouldn't put her i mean we were talking about this like she's not really you know she's not a widow maker right she, yeah, she doesn't I, for me she, she falls in the hanzo kind of range right like mid to long range yeah is where she and excels. i think she's probably a little bit shorter than Hanzo. I get the I get the impression Hanzo, that, I would think so too. I get the impression she's going to be closer to like probably the soldier McCree range, I think. But I think she's just past that. Yeah. Because they fair. have spread. Well, I guess McCree doesn't, but um Soldier has spread, and so I think she's a little bit Yeah, yeah. Farther than that, but yeah, you're yeah, yeah. I think you're in the range. Um so she has a um Man, I don't know what this gun is called. But the she Viper has a rifle. is her main gun. The Viper, uh-huh. that's right. And it um, can be fired from the hip uh, very quickly. Right. Or she can look down the barrel and shoot uh, accurately. It literally does a, double damage good when she's looking does down the, the side. Yeah, so um, right now, at least on the PTR, from the hip, uh, the each shot does 20 to 40 damage, and she can fire it three rounds per second. But when she shoulders her weapon, which is kind of like a Call of Duty style, you know, actually just pulling the, uh, the like the stock of the rifle up to, to her, so you've got that like gun in the middle of your screen uh, view. Um, it does forty-two and a half to eighty-five damage uh, per wow. shot, but the rate of fire is much lower. It's um, you know, it's it's one round per second. So you're you're right. talking about a much much reduced uh, damage per second for a much higher burst. Uh, so yeah, she's got that. Her other gun is uh, I think it's called the the oh shotgun. Is called it's the a coach shotgun. Gun. The coach gun. Yeah, because like a shotgun. Because if you're riding shotgun, right? Exactly. Right, right, right. And uh, so it's a really neat thing because it's, you know, like a shotgun that will do damage, but it also uh, pushes her and and enemies. So if an enemy gets too close to her, uh, this is what Jeff talked about in the developer update today. If an enemy gets too close to her, she can uh, shoot them with that shotgun and it will separate both of them. Like she will go backwards and the other uh, enemy will go backwards. Yeah, well. make some space between them. Or she can use it uh, for movement. So if she needs to like jump up a little bit higher. She the shotgun can. jump. This is exactly, I mean, they showed this off like at BlizzCon in her, her gameplay reveal video. And it's very, very similar to like, it's like a rocket jump, only um, not quite as... <laughs> 
not quite as ridiculous. It's I think it's closer right. to the Unreal Tournament had like that hammer gun. I don't know if you remember. It was the melee weapon you got in Unreal. Yep. And you mm-hmm. would charge it up and you could shoot it at the ground at the peak of your jump and it would kind of launch you up. Very similar uh, kind of kind of mechanic. Super cool. Then she's got uh, dynamite, which she can throw and it will explode and uh, anyone in the range will catch on fire, which is annoying. But um, very skilled players, yep, it will do a damage over time while they're on fire. Uh, but very skilled players can actually make it explode early by shooting it. Uh, so in the gameplay video, they show her throwing it and shooting it midair. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, I mean, the timer on it is actually really long, uh, and you can shoot it when it's on the ground. It's uh, two seconds casting time. I don't know how long the the timer on the actual... It felt really long. I was watching Effect play her today, and it was a long time. Like, he would just throw it down sometimes and walk away. And <laughs> I it mean, was it's, just... I mean, it was really long. It's all relative, too, because when you're playing the game, two seconds feels like hours. <laughs> yeah, so. especially in the heat of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then her ultimate is the greatest thing ever. Oh, man. Uh, so in the video, uh, she had an Omnic friend, a big Omnic friend called Bob. And uh, Jeff Kaplan at the Overwatch at, at BlizzCon sort of teased that maybe bob would be the hero he and did, i really yeah. wanted that uh but he is actually the ultimate and he will run out onto the field and sort of lift a player up into the air yeah. as he's entering the the match and then he will stop running and become sort of like a turret and uh enemies can shoot him he has like a lot of health i think it's like 1200 12, health 1200 right? health yeah yeah which is a ton um and he becomes like a turret, but he, once he's in the field, he actually can be interacted with by your team to get things like um, nano boosted. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Zarya bubble. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. But anyway, he basically becomes another teammate for a little while. Um, and it's cool. Yeah. It's really fun. He can be uh, healed, buffed, and debuffed. So um, at least yes. the, the wiki talks Honest about slept. You, you can hack him or you can sleep him. or Right, exactly. So. Um, Similar to to the turrets, but uh, uh, you know, except with additional. He basically you can interact with him just like you would a player character. He's he's like the game's first NPC. Um, yeah, which, basically, which I think it's really awesome. <laughs> he he lasts for ten seconds. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say that, but yeah. So that's ten seconds how... after collision, he run he runs out, he smacks into whatever, and then he sets up like a turret, like you said, and he lasts for ten seconds after that. Very very. Which very means cool. that if you inactivate him, which apparently, I I mean, if you hack him as Sombra. It, it inactivates him for six seconds, which, I mean, you can basically oh, shut down that's the... that's the whole thing. Yeah, almost the whole ult, which, uh, yeah, Sombra, I mean, she just she just has more utility as, you know, it's, as the game expands. Pretty cool. I uh, I think Bob is amazing. I think Ash is really amazing. I think her kit is going to be really cool. Me I really, too. Her I really like her, so de- cool. uh, her, her design. Um, it's, we're we're, we're going to talk, there's a little bit, bit of controversy uh, surrounding her, but we'll, we'll get into that later. But I think um, people actually uh, are responding very warmly to her design. And then uh, the coolest bit of news, I think, with, with just like outside of her kit itself is that she's being voiced by Jennifer Hale, who is, you mm-hmm. know, like a total veteran in, in the video game voiceover world. In fact, she uh, she sort of disappeared for a couple of years because she was part of the Screen Actors Guild um, voice actor strike. 
that was going on for like two years. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. There were a lot of uh, really don't. famous um, voice actors that were impacted by it. And and it sort of gave rise to people who were not like union voice actors, actually, uh, because game game studios just started going to other actors, which, which sucked in some ways, but was also cool because we got cool new voice talent. But anyway, um, that was the first thing I noticed when she started talking in that animated short. I was like, oh, man, I know that voice. It's Jennifer Hale. Uh, the voice of, um, if, if our listeners don't recognize it right away, uh, Commander Shepard from the Mass Effect series. So, super yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, she's going to be great. Uh, I'm really excited. I think a lot of people were really happy because she is the first hero in a while to be an actual FPS hero. Yeah, yeah. That's Does true. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, that was a complaint I saw in the competitive Overwatch. We've been getting lots of tanks, lot. lots of support, um, and they've all and been... And all of those tanks and supports have been kind of... They haven't been really like fps people yeah like brigitte is not really orisa was but that was a while ago. yeah but she's sort of like a spray like her her shots are so slow yeah that it's like she feels straight up like a an fps character especially because if you've been if you've been playing you know shooter games since call of duty um sort of like stole the show back in 2004 or whatever um no 2006 7 Anyway, if you've been playing shooters since then, like the standard mechanic is that shouldering the the rifle thing, and the fact yep. that they've actually brought a hero into the game that does that, I think it's going to be. She's going to feel right at home for all the Twitch Twitch shooters that you know that people <laughs> are Twitch shooter fans, people who love Call of Duty and, and those kinds right. of games. I think it's going to be. Cool. Well, that, I mean, that fits in with like uh, like Soldier was usually that one too that yeah. people would go to as sort of your generic shooter, and uh, so yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, to have that. Um, one bit of lore is that Bob and McCree do get along just fine. They do. Um, if you watch the reunion uh, animated short, which we'll talk about in just a second, um, McCree is pretty funny, kind of talking to Ash and the gang, and Bob is the best character ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, McCree and, and Bob apparently get along. And so. apparently, so the reason why the question came up is. Um, Ash throws a line out about having fixing Bob and having him rip off McCree's other arm. And she sort of stresses the word other arm, but what she was implying is he's only got one arm left, right? So I'm going to have him rip off that right. one. But uh, some, people, that was... some people inferred that what she was saying is Bob had ripped off his arm in the past. Oh, and, that's not how I... And Michael that's not Chu, how I Yeah, me it. neither. Me neither. But Michael Chu came in and he said, no, 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 they're good. You know, don't worry about it. Uh, Michael Chu also, by the way, said that um, there is not a romantic history between McCree and Ash, which really? I think everybody just assumed. Uh, well, we he sort of phrased that. it a little funny, but, you know, like, he does that, um, I think, because he never wants to, like, back himself into a corner. Uh, he said that they... Hey, did, did you know that Diva uh, was not a StarCraft she, she didn't pro? play StarCraft, man. Wait, she I don't know. know where, I mean, she played it, it, it but just she a, wasn't it was a, mis- a pro. It was just a misinterpretation. People... Yeah, I mean, she, you know, she likes video games, we came but out she wasn't said a pro. She was a StarCraft player, but... No, I, I really like Michael Chu. I, I, I know I he'll too. never live that down. Uh, he just got married, by the way. <laughs> so oh, congrats to him. Congrats to Michael Chu. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So that's uh, that's Ash. I really want to see her in the actual game. Man, I can't wait to play her. ASAP. Because um, I don't usually install the PTR. I know. I've thought about it. I always think about it whenever they roll out a new hero, just to, just to get my hands on it. But time is limited as it is. I know. That's how I feel, too. All right, cool. All right, uh, that's it for patch notes and balance changes. It's all been about that. Um, Ash is now playable. It's going to be great. So let's spend the rest of the time talking about BlizzCon, BlizzCon, which happened Friday and Saturday of last week. 
and uh, our Discord was full of chatter during the reveals for every single one of the IPs that Blizzard has. Well, reveals, you... I mean, that's, that's a bit of a stretch, right? <laughs> right. So um, do you want to go through every IP, or do you just want to focus on the Overwatch, or just, like, give a quick uh, thing about each one of them? a quick overview. Yeah, like StarCraft II. All right. Yeah, like go, StarCraft go II. Ahead, what did StarCraft II get? StarCraft II got new uh, a new Co-op Commanders. Yeah. Uh, we should right. totally play that by by the way sometime. I hear I, I hear the co op commander commander thing is amazing. Sweet, I'd I'd love to. I do like StarCraft. It's just I love again, StarCraft. Yeah, I don't have time. Yeah, I, I know. That's... Anyway, so StarCraft got nothing. Uh, basically, they I, just got it, it. It was like really sad too because they came out and they were like, "Hey, we've it's twenty years of StarCraft." And to celebrate, you're getting, you know, a freaking <laughs> a patch, just like a normal patch that we would have released at any other time of the year. Yeah, it was a bummer. Uh, Heroes of the Storm got uh, a new hero yeah. that is unique they, to their IP. They teased two heroes, but we only right. really know one. And yeah, the big the big news was that she was a unique character. She's not from an existing Blizzard egg. I gotta say, I loved that that cinematic trailer that they did for her because it was kind of like yes. it was almost like Orphea. it was orphia um yeah it was almost like cell shaded it had kind of like a comic book look at, on it but it also had like that that blizzard animation polish like so at first you felt like you were just watching another world of warcraft or overwatch short right but it was it was even more like overwatch always has had kind of like an artistic um approach to it or an art direction that feels a little more um, like surreal, you know, like the characters don't look like people. They look like like uh, anime, yeah, sorta. like anime, right? It's sort of like leaning in that sort of like yeah. And this, yeah. this mm-hmm. was going even even more towards the anime animation, you know, traditional animation style. And I really, I thought it was cool. I loved it. Um, I was really geeking out about it in the Discord, and nobody else seemed to be uh, <laughs> no. excited about it. We were all just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was really cool. <laughs> In addition to that, they didn't really announce this, but in it, uh, they did later on in one of the forums. Um, they are making a bunch of gameplay updates. Um, not not as big as the HOTS 2.0. Yeah, they, they said that but, stuff was coming. They announced it. Uh, yeah, but they like it was like, detailed them. It was like a sizzle reel. Like you saw the the logo and it was just like loot box changes, you know, new skins, yeah, yeah, yeah. new voices. And yeah, it was like they, they talked about all that. Um, but uh, some, some of the highlights are... Uh, more catapults. They're doing structure adjustments. Armor revamp is uh, they're redoing that, and matchmaking improvements for uh, roles. So the matchmaker <laughs> now prioritizes including a tank healer and at least one ranged assassin on each quick match team, and you get bonus experience if you queue up as one of the underrepresented roles. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I do love Heroes of the Storm Great just game. on its own, yeah. but I also love that uh, they have the freedom to do really weird things that I think other Blizzard IPs don't have that kind of freedom to do. And so I love seeing what the Heroes of the Storm people do because they just can do whatever they want. I don't know if you've ever seen their events, but their events are not just like, it's Halloween. No, that's or, true. Do you know that's what I mean? True, yeah. They just do whatever they want. They do cool it's, stuff. For it's sure. neat. I like watching them. Yeah. So nice. that was them. Uh, after that was uh, Hearthstone for about one minute. <laughs> no, and audio. no audio. No audio. I, I so imagine cut the, to... the directors were just like, Jeff, you got to get out on stage. You've got to say Blizzcon. Yeah. 
<laughs> and and Jeff did. ran out there, and so they cut to Overwatch. And Overwatch, we obviously got uh, the new animated short uh, reunion, yes. which was fun, and we were talking about that. I love the way that Jeff like hyped up, like, who's the new hero going to be? There were a lot of people in I that know. short. There were a lot of he people really in there, and one of them thing. is almost... There was another one in there. Echo? Echo. She came at the end, and she was like that robot thing that, that showed up in like the, the original concept art that we got for the title forever ago. I remember you and I talking about it. Like, in yeah, beta. And, like, who's that robot? And yeah, she came back. And he did hint it. Like, she's not ready yet. He he basically said she's a hero, but she's not ready yet. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And, and so we're like, okay. And then it was Ash, and that was fun. Yeah. Um, and then he. Jeez, when I heard I Jennifer like, Hale, like, seriously, if it wasn't going to be her, I was like, what a waste of talent. But yeah. I know. And that's what <laughs> you even said in the Discord. You were like, it has to be her because. There was no way. Yeah, she's a big deal. Uh, but then that was it, right? That was well. So was yeah, because they didn't have like a they didn't have a new map. Um, he did say that there were we were expecting six new heroes, and there were other characters even in that animated short that it was like maybe it's going to be these guys, and it, it could well be. But yeah, that was basically it for Overwatch. So uh, you have a quick note in here about uh, that uh, we still don't have a black woman in the game. Okay, yeah. So this is this is actually picking up. It's just kind of it's a controversy that's been going on for a long time because Overwatch's uh, roster of heroes is very diverse. And it's, it's always been pretty celebrated for that. You know, it's got a lot of, like, strong female characters. It's got mm-hmm. characters that are from all over the world. But we don't, have a, we don't have any black women in the game, right? Like, and we don't have very many black characters anyway. We would, like, Doomfist was a recent addition. But, like, back when they were teasing Orisa, we knew that uh, the character yeah. was kind of going to be based in, in Africa. And I think people got really excited about that. And then she is, like, I mean, she's, you know, like, she's an African built by. character. But, right, yeah, like, and right. she's built by, yeah, Effie, I think is her name. Um, but uh, Effie, Effie, that no, might I think be right. It's Effie. But I can't remember. What it I, is. I think we've talked about this before. I'm gonna have to figure it out one of these days. But yeah, um, you know, but she's not actually. She's not a. She's not a woman. It's not the same kind of a thing. So um, part of the part of the reason this is a controversy is because Overwatch also appeals to a really diverse population. Like it's it's much more popular than typical shooters with with women in particular. It's like it, it appeals to you know people from different countries and cultures and it's it's very popular with just people from all backgrounds and so this the fact that they don't have a a playable black woman in the game has been kind of a sore spot for certain fans and so um so people were sort of talking about that as soon as we saw that like ash is another you know to quote one uh, twitter user skinny white woman um but then that the some fuel got thrown on the flames here because they revealed some concept art for ash and one of the early um, sketches that they made of her showed her with dark skin and dark hair, and so people were saying, "Wait, well, wait a minute! You you were actually were looking at making this this character a woman of color, and then you chose to make her white with white hair, which was like like going as far in the opposite direction as you possibly could." So what's up with that? And um, anyway, there were there were a lot of talk. I mean, like I I think that the criticism is valid even though like on the one hand we really should be celebrating that like overwatch is a very diverse cast of heroes and it's it's great that the blizzard is doing that and they're cognizant of it but on the other hand like okay it's weird that we don't have that kind of representation yet uh but jeff kaplan at least talking to nathan grayson with uh, kotaku said you know of those six heroes we've got in development i think people are going to um to be pleased or basically they're, they're not going to be disappointed so it sounds like We've got some some diverse characters that are going to be coming in soon. Yeah, and with six characters, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot. Crazy six characters in development. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Uh, next. Okay. So after Overwatch was uh, 
Here's our, uh, I'm sorry, Hearthstone. We went back to Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Was that right? We did go back to Hearthstone. Oh, no, no. We didn't go back to Hearthstone. We went to the classic game. Oh, man. Classic game. And right. Warcraft 3 rema- uh, I Reforged. That's what it's called. Yes. Warcraft was, 3 Reforged. Uh, announced. Oh, so the you, brightest spot in all of BlizzCon. I mean, was other Warcraft than the Overwatch thing, I thought, I thought, Overwatch yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was but the Overwatch thing. So we just this is my problem with Overwatch and BlizzCon in general was everything felt like a normal patch. Yeah, yeah, that's right? true. That's like true. we we get Overwatch heroes and even shorts outside of BlizzCon. So I mean, yeah, we yeah. got both in one shot, but we get both of them. I mean, we get those things throughout the year. Yeah, totally. Same true. with uh, like StarCraft and Heroes of the Storm. Yes. Like they release heroes stuff, right. yeah. during the, the year. And same with, uh, oh, World of Warcraft. Uh, they just announced. Basically a big uh, patch. When, yeah, a big patch, which again is just like, yeah, it's a big patch. They added in new raid. And again, yeah, they added in new raid. The, you get new raids during the year. Yeah. And they announced, but they did announce like when some more details about WoW Classic. Um, so Warcraft Three Reforged was really the only one that I was like, was, "Oh my goodness, this is yeah. new." Well, I mean, new and new. I say in quotes, but different, uh, not just a patch. Right? Yeah, yeah. And we weren't expecting. We weren't necessarily expecting. Like there were some rumors, and everybody was kind of hopeful. But it was the kind of thing where it was like, "Oh my gosh, they're actually doing it. We're going to be able to play Warcraft Three again." And and they're putting way more work into it than they did for, like, the StarCraft remaster. I mean, that's not totally right. fair because StarCraft Remastered was, like, a 2D game. Uh, but, yeah. like, they're they're um, up-resing all the, you know, the the character skins. Like, all of the detail on the, the individual units is, is being completely reworked. Um, the animations are being improved. So, like... I'm so excited. Oh, man, it looks so good. When, when, they were, when they first started rolling that trailer, I thought maybe it was a completely new game because it was, like... Everything looks so different compared to what, what I remember. But yeah, man, I'm really, really freaking hyped. You know what this means, right? What? Well, a year from now, this show will be called the Gnomish Mech Cast or Mecha <laughs> Cast. Mecha and, and Cast. And we'll just be a Warcraft 3 podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I'm. we should. I'm like, okay, this is no joke though. But like the night that it releases, or okay, not the night because we need to sleep. But like <laughs> soon after... I would love to do like a, a WAN party. Oh, we totally talked about yeah, this before. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Let's do a WAN but party. yes, I love love WAN. I also anyway. I, that was I also can't really wait fun. to play through the the campaign again. And I, I'm mostly joking because like like we'll talk about Warcraft three. I'm sure a ton, and we'll we'll play it a ton yes. again. But like I'm not I'm, I don't actually expect that we're <laughs> going to stop. No, no, no. <laughs> it, and and we've talked about this before. The classic games are really interesting because they get a lot of hype because we have a lot of nostalgia yes, for them. Right. But. Those aren't really the games we want to play today. I, I Do you would, know what I mean? I would say like, I we, love Warcraft 3. Yes. And yeah, you're right. Like, we probably will fire it up uh, more often than we fired up StarCraft. Yeah. I don't know if you own StarCraft, but I, I own the I remastered yeah. StarCraft, of yeah. course. But... I don't ever fire it up because when I do actually want to play StarCraft, I would rather play StarCraft 2. Me too. I was, that's exactly. So I, I was actually talking to somebody about this. I think that Warcraft 3 Reforged is in a bit of a different situation because when they released StarCraft mm. Re- Remastered, we had StarCraft 2, which was already very much like StarCraft 1, but like improved in a lot of ways. And like, sure, okay, they didn't nail everything. But I think the fact of the matter is, even though like we want to pretend it's not this way, the good almost always outweighs the bad. Um, and so Warcraft 3 is a little bit different because it's not like we have a Warcraft 4, right? The only the only other thing you can go to if you want like that classic 
real-time strategy feel is StarCraft, but then it's missing all the cool stuff that made Warcraft 3 so unique when it launched in 2003 or whatever anyway, where, where it like yeah. incorporates Smaller the, armies. Yeah, and it's got like heroes. the role-playing elements and yeah, the fantasy yep. setting. So I mean, it, it it's it's coming back into to fill this like, this niche in, in the gaming world and the strategy world that like that doesn't really have another game occupying that slot. Like maybe you could say MOBAs, like maybe Heroes of the Storm kind of fits that, but like that's as close as you get. So Warcraft 3 uh, coming back actually is really exciting to me and I can imagine myself playing it more because I don't have anything else to turn to when I need to scratch that itch. So I, I Well, Warcraft 3 did start MOBAs. It, it did, right? With uh, I mean, it legitimately agents, began right? as as a mod for the Warcraft genre 3. of MOBA. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, let's be So yeah. I'm absolutely with you. Uh but but and, and you're right. Um but again, I don't think, you know what I mean, like when you know, Thursday night comes around. No, we'll still I mean, we're we're still going to reach for Overwatch, yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like it's just uh, but you're right. Uh, that's an interesting take. Uh, so then they got up there, and that was really fun and interesting. Uh, a lot of people thought it was going to be uh, Diablo remastered, but uh, we didn't get that. Yeah, pleasant but I'm surprise. very happy with Warcraft. Me too. Uh, that's that's an awesome one to redo. They should have ended the and show right then. <laughs> they should have ended it right then because well, uh, the very on. last group that was coming up was Diablo, and there was a lot of buzz and hype about Diablo. They, they, they get on the they, stage. They say at Blizzard, "We love." Diablo and like the crowd mm-hmm. is freaking out. Like, oh, the man, we love Diablo ready. too. That's why we're here. That's, and they're like, and now you can play it with your family and friends on mobile. Silence. Crickets, man. I mean, uh, silence. Yeah, it was painful. Nobody wanted that. Diablo Immortal. And it was an awful weekend for Diablo. It was super bad the community was not happy about it and we talked about this a million times on discord Mm -hmm. through the days and really i think the biggest problem is just that blizzard handled it poorly i don't i don't see anything wrong with doing mobile games but there was so much hype and I don't know. There was so much going into it, and that's what they announced. So was absolutely a slap in the face to the actual core community of Diablo. It, it was especially painful because they came at the end of the show. Like we had gotten pretty lackluster announcements, like you were saying. You know, like Warcraft Three was was hyped, uh, but everything else pretty much fell in line with expectation. And it was no much, no nothing, nothing anywhere near as big as like last year's BlizzCon, where we were, where we were right. getting you know big big announcements. Um, you know, like even in World of Warcraft, the fact that we didn't get uh, a new expansion, it, it's just like indicative of how low hype this thing was. Yeah, so, <laughs> last year World of Warcraft had a new expansion and, and yeah. WoW Classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and so there was just a ton of hype for Diablo. And, and Blizzard had tried to like temper expectations. They had rolled out that blog post we talked about saying like, hey, we know you guys are excited, but like don't expect Diablo 4 because they said something like good things take time and evil things right. take Which is long. okay. Right. Yeah, that's Which fine. is okay. That's totally As fine. long as you have something else to, to show for it. You Give know what I mean? Anything like, else. People were expecting anything new else. content for Diablo 3. We were expecting a Diablo 2 remaster maybe. We were expecting, you know, some confirmation of, of a new Diablo game. And yeah, all we got was, was this. And we were even expecting some tv series news right because there's supposed to be a tv series in the works 
Yeah. And this this thing is just exploded or imploded, I guess. Um, like there's there's even like conspiracy theories online now, like with where people are like posting in the official forums a timeline of like how more uh, Mike Morheim steps down and the day afterwards a, a certain Blizzard project gets canceled and then all of a sudden it's like so like there's a whole lot of like just tin hat oh, stuff no. going on where yeah. people are like oh he stepped down because you know like activision wants to sell out and do mobile gaming and he didn't want to do it but they they had to force him out but like that's probably crap um because like blizzard's done mobile stuff before and like you said there's a place for this kind of game it's just that it would have gone so much better if they were like if they took the bethesda route when bethesda said hey we're doing fallout 76 and elder scrolls on your phone but guess what we haven't forgotten Uh that you love epic single player games so we're so we're doing two two of those that are going to be coming out in the future and all it was was stupid little splash screens or like you know like when nintendo announced metroid prime 4 and it was literally just Uh the logo all Uh blizzard had to do was say and don't worry guys we're working on Diablo 4. They could have done like a teaser trailer, like the same kind of thing we got for Warcraft 3 forever ago, where it was just like, you know, like the soul stone lights up in the, the bottom of a dungeon or something, and people would have lost their minds, and none of this backlash yep. would have happened. But here we no, are. No, we all would have forgotten about it. You know what I mean? It would have gone... So what they should have done, and this is what somebody on Reddit posted. It, they, they said that the mobile game should be like appetizers for the main course, right? So you come in and you go, look, we got this really great mobile game. It's Diablo. It's new. It takes place in a different place. And it's a mobile game and you can play it soon. You can play it here today. Great. And we have one more thing. Yep. And then boom. And then and you're right. All you have to do, I mean, seriously, it could have been Soulstone and then darkness and that would like that's all they would have needed yep. to do and everyone would have went so, and then and then the people would have gone and yes we are working on diablo 4 we don't have a lot to show you we can talk to you a little bit about it but it's still a very early work in progress we're we're happy to talk we're going to talk mostly this blizzcon about diablo immortal but we will give you in our panel tomorrow or after the show a little bit of information at the end about Diablo 4, but not a lot because it's still in in whatever. And no one would have, everybody would have been like, yeah, cool, Diablo Immortal, that's great, but I can't wait for Diablo yeah, 4. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and what hurts the most is that uh, Jason Schreier uh, over at Kotaku, he's one of the, he's one of the, probably the most respected, well, among the most respected um, game journal, journalists, investigative journalists that are working in the, in the industry. Um, he came out after, or actually just earlier today, and reported that um, a source that he has, somebody high up, they would have known this, um, says that Diablo 4 was going to be announced. That, you know, they didn't have a lot of information for it, but they were actually going to announce it. And it kind of got pulled at the last minute. And we don't really know, we don't really know why, other than the fact that... Um, as he reported, Diablo 4 has already gone through two iterations and has changed directors a couple times. So there, there at least might might have been this fear that like, well, if we announce it too early, you know, it's it's going to feel like it, it might just amp up the pressure or feel like we're, we're disappointing fans even more or something like that. But like, seriously, they made the wrong call. Whoever it was that said, no, nah, pull it out of the, the, the show notes, they, they made the wrong call by, by far. Yeah, because it made you only focus on... Especially a mobile game, yeah, they which is what the is not what the community yeah. wants. Well, and we see that. I I don't know, man. I, I have a feeling Diablo Immortal is still going to come out and rake in millions of dollars, and it's just going to reinforce this this crappy business practice. But um, me too. And 
a part of me just a part of me blames activision for that it's, it's but i don't really have do a lot that. to you know right. what i mean yeah it's easy to say that it's activision but like it's it is i mean that's the thing like as much as as we in the community want to take this this personally like you and i have had this conversation before i think even on the show they're they're business right like they they have shareholders they right. like they have to make money they have to make money this and and the thing too is like blizzard has so many different teams and and that's what they tried saying afterwards like they've got multiple diablo projects in the works like uh the blizzard actually made this official statement after the fact they're like just because we announced this this is being done by a completely different team it's actually a collaboration with a chinese development company so it's not even like taking all of blizzard's resources like it's not it's not that this means that not nothing the only else is thing happening, they're working right on. but like yeah. but like the the community really does take it personally i think actually like i it, even though i agree with a lot of the sentiment coming out of the diablo community i also think that like okay guys <laughs> you're taking it way too 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 they much did, to heart they, right? they take it really personally yeah i uh i think that next year when we go uh we're gonna see diablo i i'm expecting that it's gonna be playable because like they're, they're gonna have to feel like they have to redeem themselves and i think so too and you and i are gonna be playing diablo 4 uh pvp well and it's like what they year. said too with like multiple teams you can have your mobile team you can have a mobile team doing diablo immortal you can have a core team doing diablo 4 and then you can have your classic team doing a diablo 2 remaster yeah like that's the that's three diablo projects that are potentially in the works right it's the, not, the only one that we really don't know about is the remastered, but I would be surprised if that uh, if that classic team is not working on something like uh, that. I think the classic team actually is... I think they, they have one classics team that's working on Warcraft 3 right, right now. Um, but that's that's what I mean. They kind of have finished, quote-unquote, finished Warcraft 3. Now, man, they're, and they're they will start to move to, on to uh, something else. To Lost right? Vikings, but... Lost Vikings, dude. Yeah, that'd <laughs> yeah, be an that'd awesome be one. I actually would be more interested in a Lost Vikings remaster than Diablo 2, but um, I'm sure there are plenty yep, of people who would, would, would want to like hang me for saying that. Uh, I love Diablo 2. I'm not, I'm not... I do too. Yeah, but yeah, we've been there. I, but I like Diablo 3. This is what I we talked too, about man. with StarCraft. I, like, I'm fine with Diablo I don't 3. need <laughs> you to... Exactly. I don't need you to remaster Diablo 2. I, uh, I loved Diablo 2, and I really still do. And if they remastered it, great. And I would buy it. I'm sure I'd buy it because I have to. Yeah, but, played through the campaign once, but yeah. Yeah, but I love Diablo 3. Like, if I'm going to play a Diablo, I'm going to play Diablo 3 because yep. of the quality of life changes and graphics updates. And it's just better. Like, it's better gameplay anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's BlizzCon and our reactions. Uh, but let's go back to actual Overwatch competitive oh, what's stuff. This, what's this podcast about again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that sounds like a super long tangent. But BlizzCon is really important. It happens. It is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I want to say annually, but it's really kind of it, it's more annually than it used to it be. It is but annually now, but right, that's not guaranteed. Yeah, uh, but generally annually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, so uh, so it's kind of important. So that's why we covered a lot here. But uh, the other big event uh, at BlizzCon is always esports, and every one of their IPs has some kind of esports. And in our case, uh, we only care about Overwatch, and it was the Overcu- Overwatch World Cup Ooh, finals, the where the like final that. eight teams finally came uh together to battle it out and figure out who uh would once again win and i say once again because i mean was there any doubt really yeah there's no surprise actually no. there were uh, some so surprises, the surprise there were surprises but, but, along the way yeah. but there wasn't a surprise in the end uh so do you want to give a little recap yeah okay so um man I, I don't even know where to start i'll just start with the very first match uh uk went up against the usa everybody was really favoring the usa in this match but uh they lost it three to one um uh, really exciting everyone to favored them mm-hmm. 
because they're all Overwatch League pros. All of them, right. They all are on home turf. They've all been practicing together for a very long time, and then they got dunked on by a bunch of contenders players. It, I mean, it was cool. It was it was a cool upset, and uh, the UK ended up going, um, uh, or getting eliminated, of course, by South Korea in the next next round, two to zero. So it was a little bit a uh, little bit tighter, right? Because they they were they managed to um, to tie a game, uh, get a tie. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was cool. Uh, South Korea, of course, dominated Australia three to zero. China and Finland. Um, China was was a power player. I mean, they they came in and they they Surprising. really hit hard. They beat uh, Finland with a with a sweep three to zero. At the same time as Canada was uh, was sweeping France, and then Canada, whom we expected you know to do really well this year because they uh, they had taken second place last year, uh, they ended up getting swept by China in the subsequent round. So that was also really su- surprising. So our our championship match came down to South Korea versus China, um, and it was exciting. I mean, it was fun. Uh, Korea won it soundly. It was a four to zero win. Yeah, but, it was not even. Good. I mean, I watched the finals and it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they, I I was watching. Um, there was a match when they were on Elios. I think it was the second point capture. You know, and they were standing around the pit, kind of in the center of the the point. And um, Korea's defensive little uh, setup was just ridiculous. I mean, you know, they they had like Reinhardt in front, and then the entire team was was just turtled up behind him. And China, you could see they were really trying to coordinate a, a good flank. Um, and I thought they were going to break it for a minute, and then Orisa got a pull on. It might have actually been the Reinhardt, um, and it just like it collapsed after that. You know, they could not mount on an offense good enough to take down uh, Korea's defense once they had captured the point. Really cool Overwatch. I mean, it was fun to watch, but uh, yes. man, yeah, uh, Korea just just a dominant player as always. Um, and then I actually thought one of the funnest games of, of the World Cup to watch uh, was the UK-Canada um, game. I mean, it was really, yeah, really that tight. was the best. Canada took it 3-2, to two, but man, um, it, it was like every every match. They, n- none of it felt like a gimme. It was a ton of fun to watch. Yeah, what, what about you? Any highlights? Uh, Jay Jonak needs to be nerfed. Jay Jonak, dude, please nerf. <laughs> the dude did more damage than healing <laughs> as a support. Like, it's just unreal. Like, I can't. I just don't get it. Wanna, like, I don't know how he plays like that. And they and they honestly like strategize around that. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they will. One of the analysts said that they they actually said pull they're, themselves. They're always going yeah. to build their their combo around that Zenyatta being able to deal damage. And they yeah because they will sort of protect him at all costs because he does that Discord orb. He heals and he deals an insane amount of damage. And because he is so good at Zenyatta, he will kill people just as well as your dps will yeah and so you just keep him alive basically yeah and that's that's it you just keep him alive and you win absolutely it was ridiculous there there was a lot of great diva play out uh to one of the one of the player or one of the uh, users on the reddit subreddit the competitive overwatch subreddit um i was trying to find the post but i can't find it right the second uh, but they were talking about um just how great of a diva player um fury was um and uh, but then they also talked about um space just being a ridiculous space is really well known for for diva play um so just just really great you know shining examples of of top level overwatch of the world cup and frankly i mean like i don't understand how all of those players haven't found a spot on the league yet because it seems like they well, I I don't know, man. You know, they're, they're making it to the top eight teams. It just seems like I, I expect the majority of these players to be playing at the league. And, and the fact that not that's not necessarily the case always surprises me. Um, I totally agree. I wondered that, too, um, while watching it over the weekend. 
And there are a lot of players that I'm like, I have no idea. Like China specifically, how do you have, how can you field a team good enough to make it to the championship match? And Shanghai, who was all Chinese players, was so bad. Really strange, yeah. And so I'm hoping that all of the new Chinese teams will do really well in the upcoming season. But that was my biggest takeaway too, was like, where are these, who are these players and why are they not in the league? Yeah. I think that's it. That's probably I loved the World Cup. I that was uh, really great. It holds us over at least until we get a little bit closer I, to yeah. February for the league. You know, with the World Cup, I get I get as excited about the top eight as I do the um, like the at least a title match. You know, like it feels like a, a really epic uh, Overwatch yep. sporting event, and and like it's almost too bad that they have to condense it to like two days worth of play because like it's it's hard to catch as much of it as you want but man it, it's still it's just really cool i loved it all right so uh that's it for episode 46 um you can hit up our site uh for all the show notes uh they have all they have all been updated as of today so hit up the site for show notes and uh you can listen right there follow along as we talk um give us a review on itunes uh, we will read it on air, and uh, I think we have a new one. We do, right, yeah. Actually, uh, we neglected to read this. Um, it came in around September second, so it's, it's. How did we miss this? I don't know. Yeah, leave it, leave it to me. So it, this is from War Crayon. He said, "You guys are entertainment, and gave me all the Overwatch info I didn't know I needed to know. More importantly, you kept me engaged and entertained on a seven-hour road trip. I listened to the last three podcasts in reverse, right at the end of finals. So it was fun knowing who won the championship, and then listening to your predictions afterwards, which uh, is also fun to me. I, um, I believe I, I shared that voice clip of you where." You, like we were talking about how ridiculous it would be um, for the final match to be, gosh, I can't even remember who it was. But anyway, we were like, there's no way it's going to be this team. And then it totally was. And it was amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was probably Philadelphia. Yeah, it was. I, I think that's right. Because we did not expect. Uh, we also expected New York to make it, you know, to the finals. And uh, Oh, yeah, dude. Like, that was like the easy get, bet. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like the United States making it out of the first round. Like, <sighs> yeah. duh. And here we are. I can't predict Overwatch. That's really what it comes down uh, to. Yeah, you, you and me both. But uh, anyway, uh, well, thank cool. you very much for the uh, the review, War Crayon. If, if you're listening, we, we appreciate that. And uh, it, it was exciting getting um, getting some feedback. Love it. Uh, yep. If you have any other comments or questions that you want to do, just email us at mechacast at gmail.com. You can follow us on a Twitch. Uh, we broadcast generally when we uh, are recording, like we're doing right now. And uh, twitch.tv slash mechacast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at mechacast. Like us on Facebook. Or join our Discord more than anything. That's where most of the conversations happen. Uh, we like to do a lot of stuff with the community. Like um, when we played Overwatch uh, on Thursday. That was fun having Pony Danza and yeah. you know other people that have come in through the time. And it's been a lot of fun. So uh, do join our Discord. That's where a lot of these conversations happen during the week as well as i mean we always post uh, all the breaking news and stuff uh there first before we talk about it here so yeah. discord's where it's at and uh that's it for episode 46 and uh, thanks everybody blizzcon was great and remember the world could always use more heroes
Hello? What? Ah, I pushed down on the microphone. Sorry, okay.